0: What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Ride Share Rodeo, presented by Uber Lyft Drivers and Gig Worker Economy News. I'm your host, SJ. And tonight we have Marissa Edens back. Uh, we're going to finish up on a little AB5, talk about a couple other things, and uh, and probably just move along this week because, well, as we'll get into, AB5 just has some twists to it right now that... Uh, We need to see play out. So, Marissa, welcome back.
1: Thanks, Steve. Glad to be here. (laughs)
0: Um, So, we had talked about that when you came back, we were going to talk about AB5. But even since that discussion, I think we have seen some, uh, I don't know, where I was hoping to go with this with AB5 was having drivers who were and some of the more the the more outspoken ones who are pro AB five, and an equal group of people who don't want AB five, and I want to discuss AB five. But I know that you and I were just talking before we started doing this about how uh, I don't even know if that's really the discussion anymore, because I feel like AB five is AB five; it's a law, and last time we were talking, we were, t- we were, you know, we were thinking it's going to be on the ballot um, in November and, you know, let's see how it plays out. But it looks like it's it's not even being talked about to discuss how AB5 will look. It looks like they are literally carving out every freelancer, gig worker, not gig, not every gig, but like freelancer... All the people who were getting hit hard as independent contractors, not in the gig world, they're all getting carve outs one by one, it seems like. And that's, I'm glad to see that, but, um, you know, it's like California w- went into law on the first. It waited till a month after the pandemic to file a court case against Uber and Lyft once they had enough signatures to get it on the November ballot. And now a court has processed part of this through and says that as of July, um, Uber and Lyft drivers will have to have uh, um, insurance and uh, that the company will be have to be paying in for their them as employees and that their data needs to be turned over to the state. Uh, July 1st is... What is 15 days away? Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I'm curious as to, I mean, the way I see this is Uber won't give over the data. Uber is not going to make you an employee. This is by July 1st, folks. But, um, and why this push for July 1st before the November ballot? Like, do you have thoughts on that? Like, why? Why not just let it go to the ballot and let people vote? And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to harsh on one side or the other. I just think this has gone so far of like, you got Democrats now voting Republican on this issue. I mean.
1: Right. I think it's very interesting that it is in court right now with the looming vote. Uh, Definitely seems like. The court case would be more valuable after the vote determines, you know, what the law actually is. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out in the meantime. Uh, but I agree. I don't. I don't believe there's going to be any real changes until after the vote.
0: So okay, so that yeah, this so that's how my feeling is on this too. And so I'm wondering what it, what even is the. I, I can't help but think this way what is the goal that they want right now I mean are they wanting to win these court cases and let's I mean let's let's say that a hundred percent every single person in November votes for AB5 to be yes okay that's that's different then it's been voted on whatever this was passed through in a very small group Newsom signed it um, first it became law uh nobody got w-2s nobody became employees nobody got health insurance uh ran into the pandemic they're still not paying any taxes to the state all the gig companies are operating as if ab5 is not a law um, and then the pandemic hits uh there's a overpour on twitter and other social medias uh saying that you know at least temporarily, and I even saw some pro-AB-5-ers doing this, but um, at least temporarily there needs to be a, a moratorium on, on AB-5. Everybody was stuck at home. They could have been working. Um, and instead, it's like the opposite way. They're going so aggressive before this is even getting a vote from the people. And maybe maybe my understanding of voting, which I feel like I have a good grasp on, but I I, I feel like this is all... Like, this should be hashed out after the vote. In fact, I, I'm surprised it's already a law, to be honest.
1: Right. I know there is a lot of power in a court decision, but I can't imagine they would even get to a court decision before this happens. Is, is When is the court trial? Is there, like, a date set?
0: Is... <clears throat> that I have not seen. Uh, right. You're talking about for the discrepancy of past Mm -hmm. because that's the court filing with uber and lyft right is that they're not just looking to say hey you need to do this as of today because it already is a law they have to do it they're not doing it this court case as i understand it is more about here forward you will do it also let's address all this past that you owe us right i mean let's pause here folks clearly Just to to make sure that we're all on the same page, this is 100% about money. It is not about the drivers. It is not even about the companies necessarily. It's just how politics works. Don't like getting political, but I don't think I'm stepping out of line to say that. It's just how politics works. This is now fully political and out of the hands of of the people pushing on each side because the AB five pro AB five people pushed for it to get through and become a law. They got, they got that to happen. Then to get it on the ballot, you know, uh, Uber and Lyft had to raise 360,000 signatures in a certain amount of uh, time. They did that in half of the allotted time they were given. Um, To me, that seems like the draw. Okay. You did this, you did this now, In November, it's going to be on the ballot. It should have been all paused. Not to mention we had a pandemic. I mean, and again, I'm not saying pro or anti-AB5. I prefer no AB5. But I don't live in California, and I don't work rideshare out there. So,
1: Well, I feel like there probably were good intentions in the beginning of AB5. I think there are some people who took those good intentions... Uh, for the purpose of getting more for money. And I think that at this point there are some drivers who really believe that becoming employees is to their benefit. Uh, I think the reality of that is maybe much different. Um, but I think that there, it probably wasn't all set up only on bad intentions for money. I would just dispute that, that they're, most of the drivers involved, obviously, uh, they're looking for more money in their pockets, more pay, but, you know, they were looking for good intentions to make their job more reasonable and to pay better. I just think it's the wrong angle.
0: Right. And, in my opinion. And, I mean, like, we also have things that we know will happen, that for some reason the people that I have talked to seem to push out of their head a little bit. Like we haven't even, and I don't want to do that tonight, but let's say AB five is, it is enacted, but let's say it's enforced. Let's say that Uber woke up and said, you know what? We love AB five. We're going to stay in California. We're going to make everybody employees that we can. We do everything we can. That's when you guys will see the unions come out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that part hasn't even happened yet. Right. Well, I it's mean, also
1: when Uber and Lyft will pick 25% of the workforce to hire. Right. And to benefit from AB5, whatever that might offer, benefits, insurance, whatever. Uh, but the other 75% won't ever get. I mean, that's the numbers they're using now. What that really works out to be is.
0: And what you know, she's refer what Marissa's easy. referring to is that right now it's a gig platform and how. I think I can safely say that the people on the anti-side of AB5 have been doing it so long, they, know, they just know how they like doing it, they know how much they like to make, they've seen the draft for AB5, and they just know they can't make what they want to make out of it. And also, they like being their own boss. Under AB5, it seems like a lot of people you know, want to make sure that they're at least making X amount of dollars and they get that. But the overflow is kind of what you're talking about right here, the 75% that could, I know, like you said, are Uber's numbers. But let's say that they are right. Or if they're not, let's call it 50-50, because we know that's not going to, no way they're retaining more than 50% of the drivers. There's no way. But even that could work or will work on a system of, supply demand so just like new york they'll take well friday nights we need the most drivers saturday nights so they'll stock those up and they'll be like kind of shifts or however they do it but you'll be working when they tell you where they tell you and i know you've probably heard different people say different things but i've even heard this from both sides at this point i mean i i don't see how you don't understand or how anybody wouldn't understand as an employee, you have to do what your employer asks. <laughs> I mean, right now you're your own boss. You can go out and work, and it could be horrible hours for you to work, and too many drivers on the road, and you just kind of are like, I'm not making crap. Live and learn. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but you get off the road, you don't drive those hours again, or maybe it was just a bad day. Normally you do, and it does okay, but if you do it three times and it's not working, just alter it Uh, because if it turns out the 75 let's let's say 75 25 you know they're claiming that out of the 200,000 uber drivers just uber it's a little over but approximately that would that would mean that 50,000 would be retained and 75,000 would never be hired and i want to be clear about this you right now if they do it the way they're saying a 25 75 and they retain the twenty five percent. That's if they even decide they want to go along with all this, and they're going to participate, even though they don't like it, all that. The, you know, I mean a best case scenario is they're going to make some employees. So under that, okay, so you you'll work the hours they say they keep twenty five percent. the seventy five percent uh never became employees, never had benefits. Because they're not going to make you an employee and then lay you right off. They're not going to. They're just not going to make you an employee. You've never been. The seventy-five percent have never been employed by Uber. All you'll be able to say is that you worked for Uber when they used to use independent contractors in California. You won't be able to say you were an employee of. That will only go to the fifty twenty-five to whatever percent of the retention value they keep. So. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know. And again, I guess this is the one thing that I did hope we were going to get another side of AB5 in here, but just because of the July thing kicking in and stuff, I think we want to see how that plays out, but honestly, I wanted to hear somebody else's view on uh you know this what the people, maybe even the people who have the most rides, best record and that, let's say they're pro, pro AB5. I would love to have, I would have loved to have heard from one of those. I had a couple emails, but um, actually, I think both were addressed in, a, in the podcast, Marissa and I already did. <clears throat> but I was looking for something a little deeper, like from a hardcore pro AB5 person who works 50 hours a week driving and just isn't satisfied and works in a good market in California. I was really interested to see what they were how they saw this playing out like a 4-year veteran, 15,000 rides, 4.98 driver rating. I would love to know how that person who's pro AB5 sees this playing out because they're obviously they're not stupid.
1: Right. Yeah, what is their perception of the benefits to them? You know, maybe they could explain that to me and show me the light.
0: I mean, and, and I it's, don't... and I, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. I really, I I look for all these articles on both sides. I just don't see how it would benefit any veteran drivers with lots of rides who have been doing this a long time. Maybe it would benefit like a newbie who's just been hired in his first three months. It might help him, right. but
1: well, I've heard stories about markets in california where drivers are making like four to six dollars an hour okay but so in those didn't markets, we talk about
0: that before
1: in those markets well
0: yeah i mean what, I, is, what I don't, are I don't, those I don't, drivers i don't want Why to be are a,
1: they making that i don't
0: want to be a jerk but every every city in california has a 15 job, an hour job probably with benefits available for you to start tomorrow right. literally so if what you're wanting is that an hour in benefits. Go get it.
1: It's true. It's out there.
0: I mean, that's kind of what you and I discussed before. You're going to get a schedule. If you are one of the 25 or more or whatever it is that they're going to retain, you're going to get a schedule. It's going to be like New York. You're not going to drive whenever you want. You're not going to. And if they do have some kind of way of flex driving like that, my guess is that it would be something along the lines of here's your shifts If you want a flex drive outside of that, go ahead, but you won't be on the clock. Maybe you'll still have the right to be out there.
1: But you don't get the guaranteed pay?
0: But it's just kind of like it is now. More like a salaried position during those hours. I don't, again, I'm not a lawyer. But I'm sure that with the 900 lawyers Uber has, they have a few that could write something like this out.
1: Right. Oh, that would be interesting if there was a possibility for flex time and what that would mean separate from well, hourly. Well,
0: I think yeah. that the way that it might, the only reason I think it might work and I don't think it'd be long running is that it might help Uber and Lyft establish their pars. You know, like we're going to put this many employees out at this much per hour. And we know we have twenty to thirty percent of that amount of drivers who will be on on flex on their own time. And what it'll do is the algorithm will say, get the drivers who were paying hourly first, always. Even if one guy's, it'll change the old algorithm. So even if one guy's two miles away and one guy's two blocks away, two blocks is is not on his employee hourly but he's on flex on his own time. But the two miles is the two miles is getting that ride because they're paying him to be out there right. per hour. Right.
2: That makes sense. So
0: the only time you, the flex people would get it was when all of the cars of employees were taken, then they'd optimize the flex. And then they, would what I would see knowing these companies and some of the shady practices they've exhibited in the past is that I would see them saying, using this for a while, if something like that even did exist, where they learned, oh, we don't need 50 drivers on Tuesday night. We need 75. And then eventually phasing out the flex portion right. once they have the PARs correct.
1: Now, you know, that, that would be interesting. It does seem really complicated, though, because uh, you could have way more flex drivers. I guess it's just open to anybody. But they're going to be running into problems of, okay, so this is the hourly driver and this is the flex driver, and the hourly driver is 20 minutes away, and the flex driver is 10, you know, they're going to be balancing customer service at that point with their hourly drivers versus their flex drivers. Like, are we going to make the the passenger wait for the 20 minutes to get the ride, or are we going to get them the ride quicker to satisfy the Well, I'm just thinking it would be really complicated and I would think they would be more likely to do something like they're going to put so many drivers on the clock. And if they're short, I mean, they're going to let people know you could watch your phone on Friday nights. If there's open spots open, we'll notify you and they could throw out opportunities for drivers who aren't on the clock.
0: Maybe. Or, or, (laughs) or even funnier. You get a bunch of people who get the blocks, like New York. They sign up for their blocks and don't show. <laughs> and there's like a, like a 6 a.m. Monday morning work rush, and there's half the cars needed. Another huge problem. Because the people that are going to want AB5, and especially newbies and stuff who are brought in, and if unions become a thing, you got to pay your dues... They're going to be just trying to work their butts off on all their shifts. But I do know, I do know, or at least I feel extremely confident from talking with a few sources about the fact of how the amount of cars on the road works. Like when you said, if one car is 20 minutes away, I don't think that'll be the case because under the new way, um, as an employee, you're not going to be picking up rides. You're not going, you know, deep 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 I Except you just get it. Right. And so Uber is going to, the algorithm will get more complicated, but I think it's a little different than you thought. I think it'll be more like a map, and it'll say, we have four cars sitting here, which right now is allowed because you can do whatever you want, You're okay. flex. You could all be in the same apartment complex watching the same uh, football game with your app on Mm-hmm. Once this is employee, you might pick somebody up, drop them off, and instead of sitting outside of a place where you're like, "Sweet, I'm here, this is a great spot fishing spot on this night I'll get a ride in like two minutes." They might say, "We need you to drive ten miles to here because remember expenses are gonna be paid too, right. so if you're like, well, I don't want to do that it doesn't matter you're an employee, you're gonna do what they say because that means that they probably have five cars you know in this area or in area A." 10 cars in area B and area C has none. Do they need two right away so they're going to pull one out of each pool.
1: So then are they going to incentivize drivers who are more who are busier than like maybe the, okay so they're going to schedule 50 drivers for the city for the night. Some are in busier areas areas than others. So some are going to be busy all night where others are going to be on the clock and not busy. Are they going to incentivize the ones that are busy for their higher expenses or are they going to get the same pay? As the ones who are not busy because they're scheduled on the outskirts of town in very little rides.
0: They're going to get the same pay because they don't want the people on the outskirts of town.
1: Well, but they want a driver to be close to every area, so they are going to schedule people in different They might want one. Exactly. So that one driver that might get a ride in an hour.
0: He's being paid, but he's going to be paid hourly.
1: Right, but if they're if they're covering your expenses, how are they going to manage that? Are those are those expenses going to be given to you on an hourly basis, in spite of how much you drive, well, how many New, miles you go? New or York, is New York's
0: be... was, but New York is a very small area right. for the amount of people that live there. Whereas L.A. is the opposite; it's the other biggest city in the country, but it's. Sprawling. so spread i mean S- la almost turns into la jolla san diego yeah. that's i mean that's 80 miles or 100 miles away la is just huge if you're counting all of it orange county and down south and so i think that i mean like here's an example right now we're in the pandemic we don't have sports when we get sports back let's say when a lakers game gets out me when the nuggets game gets out I drive to Aurora, to the other side of town, because I won't be anywhere near the game. Because I know how hard it is to find people. I know how annoying it can be. People cancel. You can't... You're getting calls from drunk people. You get mix-ins of the bars, all this stuff. Some people may be like that for the surge. But the surge is going to be gone. And what if, like, you're kind of, like, positioned for some clubs that are about to let out around midnight with some bands that are ending. you know you're gonna get some good tips off that that crowd. And all of a sudden it says, and I'm using LA as an example, it says, please drive to the staples center. The LA Lakers game lets out in ten minutes. It's not like it is it won't be like it is now. You can't just go, I'll just stay here.
2: Right.
0: GPS will say you aren't moving. And what comes after that? You're fired. Real simple. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if rating systems go away. Maybe that's one of the big perks. <laughs> you know, rating and acceptance would probably go away because acceptance would be 100% or you're fired.
1: Well, the only way I can see drivers being incentivized for being busier, like a Lakers game, would be their tips. Unless there is going to be some kind of benefit to deal with the traffic. I mean, It just makes me, I would like, I would be really curious to see how they would organize this. And I can imagine that just the scheduling burden alone is going to require like an entire Uber department. I mean, that's, of course. But think about the complication (coughs) of that scheduling with drivers now, where now it's like they don't even have to worry about or think about who's on. They just send out bonuses if they need more drivers.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. Well, there. But most, I, I mean, what I don't know of a city that Uber operates in <coughs> right now with independent contractors where there's never enough drivers. Maybe during the pandemic, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. But pre-pandemic, for the six years I was driving, I don't think any city wasn't prepared for whatever might happen with drivers.
1: Oh, I agree. There's lots of drivers.
0: Yes. Yeah. Some have, of Some have saturated markets. Some have saturated markets so bad, like California, that that's why I think we're here where we are. Right. But a lot of cities like Denver, Dallas, East Coast, they just had a way of balancing themselves out. People had a way of just going, "Well, this isn't working. I'm out of here." You know what I mean? And a lot of people would do it for a week, quit, two months, quit, get their bonus, and then quit. But knowing they were going to quit as soon as they got the bonus, I mean, like all kinds of things, but like in some of our markets, like I, like here, even when I maybe think, God, there's a lot of people out tonight or not much business, it still ends up being, it it doesn't vary too much from even the craziest nights. Like in the end, I'll get home. I made it. I'll made what I made. I know that. So that, I guess that is the part where I have to go i pro- that's where I don't understand a b five because I don't live in California,
1: but don't you think that's more so now like but pre fall two thousand eighteen, you could plan to go out and make bank make a week's worth of money in one shift
0: Oh, I still I mean, know how to do possible. it now here i mean look at look at the great American beer festival, right okay. For those of you who don't live in Denver, Colorado, um, sucks to be you because the Denver, the Great American Beer Beer Festival, is the coolest thing on earth. And if you think, well, we have a beer festival in our city, no, you don't. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I in my spare time, I do brew beer too, and uh, um, we there's nothing like this. And I can make. Still to this day, I mean, like, I've been doing it every year since I started Rideshare. I make sure that, I mean, that's my, that's like New Year's for five nights in a row in most cities. Like, I don't, I make more every, on the Thursday, the first night of the GBAF, I make more money on that first night that's pretty much service industry people only uh, than I did on New Year's Eve. Like, I mean, it's just, And I'm done by 11. I mean, they go to the festival. They tip huge. They're all in from out of town. Cash tips a lot. I mean, I won't even get into... Is that
1: where you're making your money, though? Is it tips? Or is it actually like we used to make bank driving for Uber and Lyft?
0: Oh, you still make the bank, too. I mean, it's proportional. Yeah. So the tips might be the same. Maybe even they've dropped a little. And the uber surge whether it be the the penny surge or now they've gone back to the multiplier or whatever it might not be if you're comparing it year to year yeah you might see some differences and if you had full breakdowns like here's what you made on normal fare surge yeah you'd probably see some trends but at the end of the day if i did eight hours six years in a row on the first thursday of gbaf i don't think the difference in what i made cash tips, tips through the app, all everything all together. I think I'm looking at it like a $350, 400 night that night every year. Right. So who cares how I got there? It happened.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I, know I mean, that's that.
0: kind of like being a bartender or a server. You could go into a Friday shift going, oh, I need this money, I got to pay my rent, and they got two other servers on, you get cut, you get nothing. So it's, like everything, it's there's risk to getting out there and going. I mean, don't go out there and not have worked for a week, and say to yourself, "This week I need to make a thousand dollars." And then Saturday night rolls around, you haven't worked since last Sunday, and then say, "Now I need to make it all tonight," because that's you're just. And <laughs> well, that
1: was never a re- every Saturday happening. Definitely with the.
0: Boss. No, I'm just saying that. Like, don't count. Don't put your eggs into the basket of a night you love or something.
1: Well, I just think back to... I I actually am kind of surprised because I feel like I took a pretty big pay cut in uh, the fall of 2018. And I can still make money. It's definitely... I have to be a lot more choosy. You know, I used to be able to make money every morning. For an hour, there was a 400% surge. Sure. You know, I just have to be on in that hour. I used to, you know, but... Now I rely to drive Lyft and make money. They have to have pay guarantees.
0: You're talking about Lyft, too. Right. My mortal enemy who I used to love. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, When Marissa started, I was driving primarily just Lyft. And uh, I told her how much better they were than Uber. And it was literally probably months after they started just collapsing here in this market anyway, but when she, this is, this is interesting to hear her say this because um, if you picked on, up on it last time we were talking or not, uh, Marissa drives in Boulder and I drive in Denver and Denver Boulder's kind of like one Metro, um, you know, you might look at it like, I don't even know in California what to compare it to, but you know, it's, it's probably like LA and, and Orange County. I mean, it's just, you're really talking about a 25 mile, is that about right? I mean, you really probably don't understand how how close these two cities are. And they're, even though there's Fort Collins and Colorado Springs, they're the most, Denver and Boulder are what's known for Colorado. And we're really just about a half hour apart. Um, But so for Marissa, yeah, for a long time, she did really good. But that Boulder market is way different than Denver.
1: The Boulder Market, the locals use Lyft. Yeah. Uh, you do have students from out of town who are using Uber. Most of your Uber rides are going to be visitors or right. people from out of town, tourists. So there's a time for each where there's an advantage for each one. I mean, the Lyft rides are going to be five, anywhere from two to five minutes. That's And that's
0: minutes. what I was going to get into a bit. Was that maybe that's another difference? Because we all have our differences, but maybe that's another difference between some drivers with the AB5 thing too, where they're living. Because I know you and I have talked about this before. Like you do those where you get a bunch of rides in to hit your quota, so that you get the five hundred dollar so, week bonus. I don't care for, if I'm getting
1: three dollar right, rides. Right. In fact,
0: you—that's what—that's what you want. I, right. You want the three dollar rides. You want to. You want forty of them, so you get your five hundred bucks or whatever. Yeah. But. Uh, if, if that isn't the deal going on, I know right now that would mean you wouldn't drive.
1: I wouldn't drive left. I would drive Uber.
0: But let's say, <laughs> but back in the day, um, me, and I'm not just talking about four years ago when the pay rate on miles was better. Even after it went down some, like, down here in Denver, areas are different areas are surging all the time. And you get a lot of longer trips. I don't know that I preferred the short trips, A- I don't like that many people slamming my doors, getting in, germs. And this is even pre-pandemic. I just, slamming doors always gives me a cringe like a chalkboard. I always just want to, I got to like roll my shoulders up and kind of grit my teeth for a minute. And, you know, instead of yelling at the person, that's it's come to that. But um, yeah, I, I I'm not a big fan of that sometimes downtown denver i guess you know like post rockies games not right by the stadium but like by some of the bars where it's not so bad with traffic um somebody's going from one bar to another i don't mind those kind of things those always help me get some ride counted in one way help me in or another and i always knew, you know hey you never know one short ride might tip me 10 bucks and all those kind of things so but the overall basis for me is i liked the longer trips You know, like a perfect day for me is to start off my day, or used to be, to start off my day and uh, get two or three, if possible. Three is probably the most I ever had. Round trips to the airport. Take one, get a rematch, boom, come back to the city. A hotel checkout, get that person, boom, back to the airport. Boom, back to the city. I don't do the lot. I don't do the staging lot. So if I get to the airport, um, I'll look, and if there's nobody there, I might go get in it and see if it's moving. But um, my experience has been, I don't think I've ever got out of the airport lot in under an hour ever, and I think most of the time it's been closer to three to five hours.
1: Wow! Yeah, I know I've hit. I I think that's about the average when I needed a a four-hour break but I
0: avoid it too. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: that's when you need to rest. (laughs) Well, for (laughs) me
0: too, again, a lot of people who aren't from Denver might not get this reference, but you, when you're leaving the airport, they built the airport. It's almost as far as Boulder is from Denver (laughs) in a different direction. So you, you still have to drive to Pena to a boulevard off I-70 that's east of town. And then you still have like 18 miles on this drive to get to the new airport. When you leave the airport, the staging lot is about two miles back. About three miles back, there's an exit for Tower Road, where uh, all the hotels are. uh, For the hotel that you know, the Holiday Inns, the La Quintas, the uh, all those Hampton type hotels, they're all right there. So I've always learned that if I don't get a rematch, just to go slow and just kind of you know drag it back and forth down that tower road i will get a pickup Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not a an uh airport ride or a person from a hotel sometimes it is sometimes it's a person from a hotel wanting to go to dinner downtown or whatever tech center sometimes it's a person wanting to go home from work um but i always get a ride i usually get somewhere out of there maybe it takes me to aurora or down south or whatever um but yeah, I mean, I think we're breaking away. The one, the, the the only other thing I wanted to point out was Marissa and I were talking beforehand about this was the the timeline here. How, and I know I already said it, but just real quick, just looking every time I look at it, it confuses me. So AB five law, Uber Lyft don't abide. We knew they would. Pandemic, California and five states uh, got together and sued Uber and Lyft. Uh, Uber and Lyft gathered the. Signatures for the ballot to be on the November ballot to address AB five, um, and now July first, if you are working for Uber or driving for Uber or Lyft and don't have employee benefits, you won't be allowed to drive for them. I don't know if that's because of they have some plan on 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 shutting Uber or Lyft down if they try. Or if they're just trying to hurt drivers here. I I actually am very confused. Again, I would have liked to see that play out to November. Let the ballot go. And let everybody, let even the pro and anti people on AB5 on both sides, let them see how that vote turned out. Because that's we live in a country where we decide things by vote. I mean, the system's a little shady sometimes, but... You know, I I, I think none of us really have a a real read on what the vote outcome on AB5 would be.
1: Well, uh, judging from the number of people it's affecting, and especially the number of people, leave aside Uber, Lyft drivers, the number of independent contractors that this has affected, I would imagine there's a lot of people against it.
0: Uh, Oh, there is.
1: uh, I'm not sure, aside from drivers, who all would be voting for it. I mean, some drivers who might think
0: they want to be in place. Politicians, probably taxpayers not in the gig economy.
1: Maybe. Or not independent contractors, because I can't think of
0: many. But then again, the people not in the gig economy, if they're making six figures they probably have a hand in multiple businesses and some of if some if not all of those businesses probably in one way or another employ gig workers. So they might actually fight we're
1: independent contractors. Right.
0: So they might actually vote against it too. I, I don't know. I mean like you Marissa, you and I were looking, there's Democrats voting Republican on this one.
1: Which is interesting in these
0: times. <laughs> and in California. Yeah. These times in California during a pandemic, you have Democrats saying, no way, this is stupid. They realize, I mean, they realize their name is being hurt by this. Um, and like, the, and like I'm not trying to, again, dog Democrats here, but their name's already pretty drugged through the mud right now. I mean, luckily they're, you know, they are the other side of them to battle is Trump. So it's like, you know, you got two people who are kind of battling it out in the mud, but it's like, you guys got to rise up here. Um, but yeah. And the other thing I wanted to say too, was that what you and I noticed about the, uh, saw about the franchisees. Oh yes. I think that's pretty scary to me because if, because the ABC test, as I saw it does fail for everybody. That's a franchiser.
1: Right. And
0: that's
1: <laughs> the number of businesses that are franchises. In California is so probably a pretty large percentage of them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know know. exactly what that percentage would be. But I mean, even like
0: even like you said, fast just take fast foods. Every one of them is a franchise.
1: Take a lot of the box stores,
0: right? But every every fast food is a franchise. Mm -hmm. McDonald's. I mean, even the the biggest. Mm -hmm. And if you're if you're not if you didn't right away pick up on what we're talking about here, because actually we didn't explain it, but so. There's a glitch, another glitch with AB5, and maybe it'll just get another one of the hundreds of carve outs, which again makes it why didn't this why isn't this just an Uber left bill? You know, maybe it's because it would have been harder to get it across, but it seems like everybody's being carved out. But the franchise issue right now is that the franchisor, wait, the franchisor, is that right? The
1: franchisee...
0: The company who's franchising is out.
1: Is
0: the franchise. Okay, so the franchise then sells locations to fran- to franchisees or franchisers who then take over that location. That's theirs. They have to run under the company's guidelines, sell their product, do things their way, all that. But now their employees... And them, who are franchisers now, they're owned, they wanted to own their own business, be independent contractors, be self-employed, own their own business as a franchiser. But now there's a hitch that the franchise will have to pay the owners of the franchise's uh, uh, employee benefits.
1: Right. Basically... People who own a franchise and their employees, according to AB5, the way that it reads, will be employees of the main franchise, which is exactly, you know, what they were not trying to do. And that's a whole lot of people, and a whole, it's, they'll be carved out. I can't see any other way around it. I mean, it changes the whole setup
0: of what a franchise is about yeah but by the so that's my that's one of my big things though by the time this hits a ballot in november and i mean i would expect a couple months before that there will be some big advertising on california on both sides of this right. but i would imagine there's a lot more money for no ab5 marketing set aside than there will be for pro ab5 for one Probably because you
1: got
0: And 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 if they're really saying like what they're saying about every gig, Uber and Lyft will be the spearheads who say to everybody else, "Get on board," and they'll they'll combine money till the day's end. But um,
1: well, I would venture to say that most independent contractors will be carved out aside from gig economy workers. Because that is really the one that's not fitting into our current system. I mean, the independent contractors of other businesses, plumbers, writers, artists, doctors, they've been doing this for a long time successfully. It's the gig economy that's new and not maybe quite fitting in as the others do and having some regulation complications that they're having to try to work out. They'll be the ones left in the.
0: Right. Um, yeah, there was something else I was looking for here. Uh, oh, so, so I think what what for A B five, let's pause here. Let's see what after July first and not July first. I don't even know what day if that falls on a Monday or Tuesday anyway, but a week or two weeks after into July. Let's readdress AB5 and see what's happened because I'm. this time the July 1st date was put out as not like a, a potential, this is when we're going to get serious date. This was put out as a here is when this happens. And if we haven't really seen that. I'm, I'm interested to see how it happens because I don't know how you make Uber pay. When they're preparing a lawsuit against the state, when they're preparing to get onto the ballot, they're not dealing with this. They're, they're just not going to answer the phone kind of thing. You know, it's like the state will call they'll just not be home, do what they've always done in every country, everywhere they go. Um, a couple other things that did happen this week. Uh, I see we're at a 45 minute mark, so we're going to wrap this up a little bit here tonight, but I got a, a, a couple other things I did want to mention. Uh, so, after the thirty seven hundred that had been laid off globally for Uber as employees uh who are not drivers who are employees already um, out of that thirty seven hundred add another two hundred from Amsterdam, which was again twenty five percent of that of that office's uh employees, so that is their Across the board number now, India, U.S., Amsterdam, all of those offices have all done a straight 25% employees who have been employees laid off. So, again, I know we're kind of shutting down AB5 till we see something happen after July, but employees are being laid off. You become an employee. They're only going to keep a quarter of you. You might be laid off. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess we're just going to have to see with AB five. It's such a touchy subject, but I still am loving and looking for anybody, and we'll put it into the best light. I mean, I I will. I'll I'll help you focus it. But who can explain to me what the what I'm missing about AB five? I would because I really would like to know. I'd like to know what I'm not seeing because I know a lot of you are smart. So what do you, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Because that's. Um, i don't know but anyway we'll we'll move on uh uber eats lost their deal with uh with grubhub uh and again like uber always does they've found some new bad ideas to go in its place Um, (laughs) they will be starting uber grocery in south and central america to I guess be like the Instacart of being robbed in Brazil. I don't really know what that is, um, but always interesting when Uber follows up a bad move with a worse one. Um, and oh, I remember that this was in the the headlines. This was from last week on June 13th, which was was that Thursday. Or was it Saturday? Anyway, I think it was Thursday, maybe. <clears throat> anyway, last week Joe Biden uh supported A B five. And the Democrats in California kind of gave him a like a lashing for that. They, they they were not down with that. And uh I know Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, I know a lot of those people have been out there earlier on last year, supporting AB five when it was assembly bill five. But now that it's down to Joe Biden is the person running. Um, when he went there to make that statement, it was, it's weird to me that the Republicans were doing what you'd expect. We hate that. But that the Democrats were going over and sitting with the Republicans and saying, we hate that too. Um, again, it, I, I really don't understand all the motives of AB5. Um, I know a lot of it's just to bring money into the economy and to make sure things are being taxed properly. But these franchise issues, all the carve-outs, I, just, I think it was a rushed thing. And I think that maybe it should have been – I mean, obviously, it should have been spent a lot more time on. I don't remember the name of the test before the ABC test. Barillo. The Barillo test. I know that people don't like that, but I know that there's two other tests out there. And I know there's one in specific that MIT had done that they said represented the gig economy better. And I will try and find that and put that as a link in the uh, post with this podcast. So when you're done listening, go to the website. If you listen through the website or else go there and... uh you know, I'll provide some links from some things we talked about, or even if I forgot some other things, maybe in there. Uh, one thing I want to mention to Denver people is that uh, out here in Colorado, we get a lot of—I uh, know everybody does on the highways and whatnot—but we get a lot of uh, uh, cracked windshields, and they're not the—they're not these little tiny rocks that just kind of put a little star crack in that you can have fixed at your local Safeway parking lot. Um, in fact uh you know a lot of times even the star cracks the best of companies won't fix because they just say it's not fixable um but you know we have a lot of up and down uh in the mountains even outside of the mountains on the foothills there's a lot of up and down tons of traffic but we have some really big rocks that fall into our road and get kicked up all over the place too like i've had things sh- like shot at me that are huge, that look like boulders. And like you just know your windshield's going to break, and it does. And uh, I don't know. Uh, bottom line is, I think I go through more windshields out here in Colorado than any other place I've ever lived. Uh, and I know that I've tried a couple places, but Marissa, have you ever been to Superior Auto Image?
1: Sure have. They did my windshield in and,
0: 2018. And super clean, family-owned. Great experience. Is that fair to say?
1: Yeah. And half the price of my previous quote.
0: And I'm not trying to put words into our mouth, folks. It's that literally you can go to Yelp and you're going to see that they're like one of the top ranked. You can go to their website and see that uh, they were ranked uh, third best. uh, um, uh, I think it was body damage even. So they do hail repair and, you know, detailing and all these other things. But right now, through the end of the month, uh, they have a special going. So if you live in the Denver area, $75 off a new windshield expires on June 30th. That is Superior Auto Image at 704 South Monaco Parkway, which is at Leedsdale in Monaco uh, in Denver. And you can reach them at 303-669-1139. Or on their website, superiorautoimage.com. And I would highly recommend you do. All the work they do is aces. Um, The place is super clean. uh, Family owned. And uh, they stand by their work. Uh, Like I just gave you the website. Go there and check it out for yourself. They really are the company. And $75 off a new windshield. I don't think I've ever seen that deal in my life. Get over there. Um, I will put the coupon for this on our post for this on the website uberliftdrivers.com and i will also uh tell you that you can find the coupon on their website but i'll put it up on the uh post for this as well so i guess with that uh we're really just wrapping it up this week um, ab5 will still be mentioned but we're just going to kind of go back to what we had been doing and hitting on all kinds of subjects So I'm kind of happy to be moving beyond this now because it's, it's getting a little out of my control or understanding even and not living in California. I just don't have the firsthand experience. I think I'd rather see it play out a little bit and then we can all chime in. But, uh, next week, uh, we have, uh, Matthew tells on the podcast, um, big Instacart guy, uh, also does uh some work for dumpling and other other uh platforms like that and uh i know from twitter and from chatting with matthew that uh he has quite a few things to say about instacart uh see if we can uh keep it clean next week (laughs) um but we will but i think that he might have a lot of good advice for people looking to be uh, maybe you're maybe you're doing some delivery. You don't like rideshare. You're wondering about Instacart, and Dumpling, and some of those shopping apps. Um, he's the man to talk to you about that because he's been in it for a long time. He's uh, one of their I think they're called shoppers. He's one of their like high ranked shoppers, um, and he also has a, a very good understanding of what's going on over there with the, uh, the tip issues and some of those that they have. So, looking forward to that, and then. The week after that which will be tuesday june 30th we're gonna have marissa back um who's gonna help me talk to you guys about taxes because guys um i know a lot of people have put it off and that's not a bad thing we usually put it off till april 1st but July 1st is right around the corner, which means the July 15th date is right around the corner, which is the April 15th date that was pushed. So taxes do have to be filed. Um, I wouldn't think you'd want to ask for extensions or anything of that kind unless you have some serious, serious need to this year uh, because you already got a three-month extension, so (laughs) you uh, might want to really look into this. But Marissa... Marissa does a lot of that kind of work. I have a good understanding of some of the write-offs. So maybe we'll talk about those and ones that we know you could be writing off as well as things that maybe you should really question depending on the amount of write-offs you're doing or when it might be useful to call, uh, somebody to help you out. If you're using one of the, uh, do it yourself taxes online, um, you know, maybe there's a time that you could at least call and get a free consultation from somebody. At least ask a question. Most of those people are willing to do that. Um, you know, email them and just say, I have a quick question because they hope on your business. So they, they'll probably answer the question for free. But we'll give you what we know or at least, you know, our advice. And, you know, it'd probably be a good time to listen because we all do have to get our taxes in. And like I said, um, I can't say it for all the gig workers I know, but for specifically the rideshare gig workers that I know, almost none of you all have filed taxes yet, and I know that. <laughs> I've talked to many of you, and uh, it's not a bad thing. It's just we got to deal with it. So, um, Marissa, thank you for coming and being here.
1: Thanks for having me, Steve.
0: We love having you. And... Uh, also still working in this studio today's the first day that uh, um, I actually have some all new setup going around here and some multiple mics and uh, might not be the perfect sound today, but we will get it there. I said by episode ten, and this is episode eight, I believe. so I have uh, this week and next to perfect it. but uh, other than that, I uh, hope you all have a great week and uh, be safe out there. And uh, if you're starting to re-enter, go out and make some money. Because I heard uh, from a lot of drivers that uh, they're making some money right now. So it's money to be made if you're ready to re-enter. Okay. Be good to each other. Peace.
3: Does it really make a difference If we don't see eye to eye mm. Does it really make a difference To build your castle in the sky Oh, Does it really make a difference at all Are we going to let the big difference at all. A difference who's holding on, who's letting go? Oh well, does it really make a difference anymore? You know the hardest thing is to go on alone. Doesn't make a difference at all. Does it make a difference at all? A difference at all? No, 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 no. Does it really make a difference? If we don't see eye to eye, Mm. does it really make a difference? To build your castle in the sky Well Does it really make a difference at all? Are we gonna let the big things Take over the small? Does it make a difference at all? Oh, 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 oh. does it make a difference at all? Does it make a difference at all? No, 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 no. Doesn't make a difference at all. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make a difference at all. Uh, 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 mm, mm, mm. Doesn't make a difference at all.